Talking Sports with Nick Jenkinson. It's Monday, and you know what that means. It's time for Talking Sports with Nick Jenkinson on the South Central Indiana News Network. On tonight's show, we'll talk with Indiana University women's basketball sophomore Keondra Brown, IU women's and men's basketball. We will have our big boys moving high scoreboard update, and we'll look ahead to the week in IU athletics. So let's talk sports. We'll start with Indiana men's basketball. 16-5 and overall, 7-4 and in the Big Ten. Picking up a pair of wins, 74-57 at home against Penn State and 68-55 on the road at Maryland. In the Penn State game, the Hoosiers opened the game on a 12-0 run, led 46-17 at halftime. IU was lights out, 51% from the field, 10-13 from three-point range for 77%, and 12-15 from the field for 80%. Xavier Johnson led the way with 19 points. Race Thompson, 18 points. Trace Jackson Davis with 15 points. In the Maryland game, Thompson, a double-double, 18 points, 12 rebounds. Jackson Davis, 17 points, 9 rebounds. And Johnson with 8 points and 9 assists. The Hoosiers host Illinois this Saturday at noon, and the game will be on ESPN or ESPN2. It has been a rough week for Indiana women's basketball. Their game last Thursday against Illinois at Simon Scott Assembly Hall was postponed due to COVID-19 protocols within Illinois' program. It is the third straight game the Hoosiers have not been able to play due to COVID-19 protocols. Their game against Michigan State at home and their road game at Iowa were postponed the week before. The Hoosiers are at Michigan tonight. It is the first game since January 16th when they won at Purdue 73-68. In overtime, the Hoosiers host Minnesota Thursday at 7 o'clock and host Purdue Sunday at 1 o'clock. High school sports time. Let's check the Big Boys Moving Company local high school scoreboard. Big Boys Moving serves you with an attitude of gratitude. It is sectional week in girls' high school basketball, the final week of the regular season last week. Edgewood finishes 18-4, wins at Bloomington North 42-38, and at Owen Valley 62-54. They play South Vermillion in the Class 3A sectional first round at Northview on Wednesday at 7.30. Bloomington North 9-13, lost to Edgewood 42-38, and 74-46 at Terre Haute North. The Cougars host the Class 4A section with Columbus East tomorrow night at 6 o'clock. Bloomington South, 5-18, loses to Indianapolis Home School, 54-48. They will play Columbus North or East Central in the second semifinal of the sectional, 7.30 p.m. Friday at Bloomington North. Lighthouse Christian, 6-12, game canceled at Providence, Chris Array due to availability of healthy players. Lost 64-45 at Washington Catholic. They beat Columbus Christian in the semifinals of the Southern Roads Conference Tournament at Canelton and then lost to Canelton in the championship game. They will play North Central Farmersburg on Wednesday in the Class 1A sectional first round at Clay City. 
in boys high school basketball, Lighthouse Christian 12 and 6 beat Duggar Union 50-41, won at Providence Crystal Ray 44-34, and lost at New Washington 57-45. The Lions are back in action Saturday at Shackamack at 7:30. Bloomington North 13 and 3, won at Columbus East 69-46. They are at Edgewood this Thursday at 7:30. Bloomington South 13 and 5 beat Terre Haute South 48-37. And one at Silver Creek, 56-39. The Panthers host Scottsburg this Thursday at 7:30. Edgewood 9-9 on the season wins at West Vigo, 54-50 overtime, and beats Monrovia, 79-48 at home. The Mustangs will host Bloomington North at 7:30 on Thursday. Terre Haute South wins the Bloomington North Wrestling Sectional with 219.5 points. Bloomington South was third with 211 points and will send nine qualifiers to the regional. Bloomington North and Edgewood will send two qualifiers each to the regional at Bloomington South this Saturday morning. Bloomington South Invitational and Girls Gymnastics. Bloomington North wins with a school record of 109.125. Bloomington South second 101.1 and Edgewood fifth with 95.975. Columbus North beat Bloomington South 104.25 to 99. Point seven two five girls swimming Bloomington North beats Edgewood one forty two to thirty one and boys swimming Bloomington North beats Edgewood one thirty six to thirty eight. That is a look at our high school scoreboard brought to you by Big Boys Moving Company. When we come back, we will talk with Indiana University women's basketball sophomore Keondra Brown. This is Talking Sports with Nick Jenkinson on the South Central Indiana News Network. This is Danny with Weathervane Insurance Solutions. Not only is it especially important for our economy to support local businesses these days, but as your local independent insurance agency, Weathervane Insurance can shop you around with dozens of carriers to ensure you receive the most competitive price and, of course, the best customer service. Find us on the web at weathervaneonline.com. That's weathervaneonline.com. When you're preparing to buy a new home, the last thing you should have to worry about is the safety of your possessions. Allow Big Boys Moving to professionally oversee the transport of your precious belongings. Big Boys Moving is locally owned with years of experience. Whether your relocation is local or long distance, allow Big Boys to move you with an attitude of gratitude. Call today, 812-947-1479 or online at bbmoving812.com. Hi, this is head coach Eric Anderson of the Indiana Cutters semi-pro football team. And I listen to Talking Sports with Nick Jenkinson on the South Central Indiana News Network. Welcome back to Talking Sports with Nick Jenkinson on the South Central Indiana News Network. It is time to welcome in my guest. She is a 6'2 sophomore forward for the Indiana women's basketball team. She wears number 23, and she is from Montreal, Quebec, Canada. Keandra Brown is my guest. Keandra, it is a pleasure to have you. Thank you so much for taking the time to join me. Well, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. So as we mentioned in your intro, you are from Montreal. You grew up there. You played a year of high school basketball in North Carolina. Talk about your growing up in Montreal, and when did you get interested in basketball? 
Yeah. So like you said, I grew up in Montreal, Canada. First of all, I love my city. I love the 514. It's very diverse. It's a melting pot. You meet so many different people from so many different backgrounds. There's a bunch of languages going on too. In Quebec, the official language is French. So we get a little bit of French, English, and then there's, of course, a lot of culture as well. Just walking down the street, you know, you hear a bunch of different languages going on. And I think that that's one of the beauties of Montreal. Yeah, like you said, I mean, I grew up there. I started playing basketball when I was about, I would say about like 13 years old. I really got like serious about it when I was like 15, 16. But prior to that, I played ringette, which is an ice sport, very similar to hockey. I dabbled in hockey too, but ringette really was my thing. I dabbled in ringette. I dabbled in soccer a little bit too. I was not the most athletic, going to put it out there right now. I was a goalie, so... (laughs) Not a lot of running happening for me, but um, yeah, I mean, I fell in love with basketball and it's been a, a roller coaster ever since. And it's been one of the best rides of my life. So Canada, of course, is a crazy hockey country. Do Mm -hmm. you follow the Canadians? Oh my gosh. The Montreal Canadiens. (laughs) Absolutely. Like if you're in Montreal and you aren't like a Habs fan, Like, there's something wrong with you. Like, it's like in Indiana, if you don't love basketball, like, there's a problem. Do you know what I mean? Like, everyone's a Habs fan. Downtown Montreal is just crazy when there's a home game. You know, you see the red, the blue, the white all over the streets. It's, it's, um, It's really special. It's really special. It's one of the special things about Montreal, for sure. Now, the other big team in Montreal, of course, is the Montreal Alouettes Canadian Football League. Do you follow them as well? Honestly, it was always more of a hockey girl myself, but um, you know what? The Alouettes, they also do have a special place in my heart, that's for sure. But I think the Habs are, Habs are number one for me. They're definitely one of Canada's best hockey traditions, that's for sure. When did you start playing basketball and then you made the Canadian under-18 national team? Do you notice a difference between basketball in Canada and here in the United States? Oh, no, there definitely is a a big difference in the United States, especially at the high school level. I found that it was a lot more competitive. I felt that it was a lot, the game was a lot faster. Kids were a lot more mature from an IQ standpoint. And that's one of the reasons, you know, among others that I wanted to come play. Uh, First of all, I played on a travel team when I was in Montreal. So I was always playing against American high school teams. And we we rarely played against, if if it was against uh, any team from Montreal or from Quebec, it was really just like an exhibition game. But most of the teams that I played were American high schools. And then that was also like, like you mentioned before, I played a year in North Carolina. That was one of the major, you know, factors that went into me making that decision of leaving Montreal was to, you know, be able to, first of all, hopefully I had a dream of playing the NCAA first and foremost. And I was like, you know what, I want to be able to play against the girls that I'm going to end up playing with or, you know, against at the higher level. So I wanted to be able to be acclimated into that kind of culture, into that kind of style of play as well. I didn't want it to be as big of a shock when I was a freshman. So then I, you know, skedaddled my way down to North Carolina (laughs) and played a year there. And I learned a lot. So I'm very, I'm very thankful for that experience. Canada has had a lot of great women's players. Stacey Dales, Natalie Achunwa, Kia Nurse all played college ball here in the United States. For you, who did you look up to growing up? Who were the women that inspired you to play basketball and pave your way here to IU? My mom. <laughs> like you mentioned, those are great women. I actually had the opportunity to, to hang out a bit with Kia Nurse at one of the Team Canada camps. And she was, you know, teaching us and giving us pointers and doing some talks and stuff like that. And I appreciate it. But 
the the woman that I look up to the most in the sport of basketball, my mom, because she played, first of all. My mom had a killer <laughs> jump shot, I'm telling you. My mom was like undersized, like undersized, five, undersized. In today's day, she'd be undersized. But for then, she was a, a good size, like center. But yeah, I mean, she taught me all of the basics, all of my, a lot of like, of my post moves. Like, she's the one who taught me them. She's the one who, you know, took me out in the park with a ball and we just repped it for hours. The one thing that she won't be very happy about is my free throw percentage. And she reminds me that all the time because she was like a 95% free throw shooter or something crazy like that. So she always tells me, she's like, how many free throws you put up? How many free throws you put up today? And I'm like, to your standards, mom, probably not enough. (laughs) She's like, all right, well, get back. Let's go. Like I'm taking you to the court. So, you know, you got to put up at least a hundred makes or whatever it was, but no, definitely look up to my mom in terms of basketball. I can always talk X and O's with her. And she's always been, you know, my biggest supporter. So a lot of love for my mom. How often is she able to come see you play? Not as much as she would like to, or I would like to. In person, in person, it's harder. You know, it, it's, it's just far. It's just far. If she was within driving distance, she thinks that 16 hours is driving distance. I'm 16 hours away from home and she'll still make that drive. She thinks that's driving distance. Okay. But <laughs> um, if she was within like, you know, like five hours, she would definitely make it every single game. But my mom does not miss a game. She, she watches it, whatever streaming service, fire stick, whatever she needs to get to be able to watch our games, you know, she's going to do it and she's going to figure it out. So another reason why, you know, I have so much love and respect for my mom and why I look up to her so much. You played a season of high school ball in North Carolina. What ultimately led you to Winston-Salem Christian? Why did you choose them over other schools that you could have attended for your final year of high school? Well, in terms of, it wasn't really a school decision. It was more of a coach decision. I wanted to be coached by Coach Delaney, you know. Uh, We played against him, lost against him uh, when I was in Montreal with uh, St. Laurent. But, you know, he he was a really great coach. And I love the way that he pushed his players. And I think that that connected a lot with me. And I just wanted to play for him. And I I told uh, Coach Dan, Mike, at St. Laurent, I said, yeah, you know what? I want to play for Coach Delaney. And I want to, you know, try and make that happen. So the three of us kind of, you know, talked back and forth and we were, by the grace of God, we were able to uh, make that happen. And it was awesome. I learned a lot from coach, from coach D. He's a cool guy. He really, really is. And he helped me a lot in the recruitment process as well, finding a good school. And I was able to bounce off a lot of things off of him and, and thoughts like that. And it was definitely because I wanted to play for coach D. So he's, he's a really cool guy. What was the biggest adjustment you had to make going from Montreal to North Carolina to play that final year of high school? I think the biggest adjustment for me was just being on my own. And, you know, I I wasn't as, I guess, like mobile as I was back home. I didn't have a car and like the car, I guess like the teenage car culture is not really prominent where I'm from. Like we all just use the bus. Like that's just how it is. We all we use the, the STM and we use the Metro and everyone's able to get around like that. So not being, not having access to that and not having a car and not being able to really, you know, get rides when I wanted to, to go to places that I think was the hardest thing. And really just having to, you know, I think it, it allowed me to develop a, net, a new level of maturity in a way where I was outside of my comfort zone and I had to, you know, I had to figure it out on my own. Like I have to figure out, okay, how I want to go get extra shots up. Like, how is that? Who do I have to talk to to make that happen? Like, what do I have to do to make that happen? 
you know, am I going to have to to walk here? Am I going to have to get a bike to go here? Am I going to have to, you know, ask someone to give me a ride in the morning? It, it definitely allowed me to develop that new level of maturity, that next step for college, you know, because when you're in college, it's a whole different ballgame. Well, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back more with IU women's basketball sophomore Keander Brown after this quick timeout. This is Talking Sports with Nick Jenkinson on the South Central Indiana News Network. Are you spending more time at home these days? If so, then you'll want to consider having your carpets professionally cleaned. Brothers Carpet Cleaning has been the region's premier cleaner for nearly a decade. Their truck-mounted systems are the most effective to remove bacteria, allergens, and pet dander. Brothers Carpet Cleaning will professionally clean your carpet, tile, upholstery, and wood. When it has to be clean, call Brothers Carpet Cleaning. Online at CarpetCleaningBrothers.com. I'm injury attorney Matt Lloyd. With an injury claim, don't leave cash on the table by not realizing all the Indiana laws that can help you. The insurance company won't tell you about them, but call me for a free consultation to learn all the important steps to get the best settlement. Call or text 812-333-MATT or go online to myinjurycase.com. Let's join forces and fight for a settlement that makes sense for you. 812-333-MATT. Hi, this is former IU women's basketball player Amanda Cahill, and I listen to Nick Jenkinson on the South Central Indiana News Network. Welcome back to Talking Sports with Nick Jenkinson on the South Central Indiana News Network. My guest is sophomore forward Keander Brown. Keander, we were talking about your growing up in Montreal, playing basketball in North Carolina for a year, and now it's time to talk about your recruiting process and how you landed at IU. So talk about the schools that were in the mix for you and how you ultimately chose playing for Coach Morton and the Hoosiers. My recruitment process was interesting. Because I already, by the time that Coach Box hit me up on that one night, I already had like a top 10 or a top seven or whatever it was like kind of going. And then they kind of, I was, you know, trying to narrow it down and trying to, you know, decide who I wanted to play for, or who I thought was a good school. And then Coach Box called and I was like, what's up? You know what I mean? And then I think I just, I fell in love with, with the coaches, you know, from there. And I just love their energy. I love the culture that they're preaching, you know, the work hard just mentality and just doing the work. That's something that I've always been raised in, in that kind of culture. It's always the kind of coaches that I've played for is just, is the kind of coaches who are like, okay, well, if you're not putting in the work, don't expect results kind of thing. I feel like that's the kind of culture here in IU and not maybe as harsh, but it really is just like, it really is around the work and around, you know, just making sure that we were different and that we're doing things differently in a good way, in a way where, you know, we're able to separate ourselves and when I was hearing, you know, the coaches, you know, kind of preach that culture. And then I met and I met the other the other ladies. I was like, I remember having this conversation with my mom. I was like, mom, like, this just feels right. Like there's there's no other school for me. Like this is where I'm supposed to be. You know, I was like, I, I feel like I can. I always kept saying, like, I can go to war with these with these ladies like we did on that Purdue game. You know, like, that's what I mean. Like, those are the kind of ladies that I knew were on this team where I could go to war with them. And, you know, we'd be good because we have each other and we've put in the work and the coaches have put in the work and they've prepared us in terms of scouting report, in terms of workouts, in terms of practice, like the coaches have prepared us. We feel prepared. 
And, you know, I can just, I just felt like I can conquer the world with, with this program, with these coaches, with these other ladies. So that was definitely what made me say, all right, let's go IU. I'm going to Bloomington. How much did you know coming in about just Indiana and how crazy they are about basketball? And then you get to play in a historic place like Simon Scott Assembly Hall for your home games. So obviously, I mean, I did my research and it, it, everyone who talked to me, you know, about Indiana, they're like, yeah, that's a basketball state. Like you want to go to like somewhere where people love basketball. And I'm like, oh yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? I was like, okay, that's cool. Like, you know, I, I've, I've read articles, I've read whatever, I've seen interviews of like people on the streets and stuff like that. But I don't think it really hit me how much Indiana like loves basketball or how awesome Hoosier Nation is until I think honestly, like, I mean, last year was hard because we had no fans, but this year, especially hearing the fans, hearing everyone behind our bench, like go crazy, know all of our names. I was like, what? There's some people that, you know, I've never met before. They're like, good job, KB. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, thank you. Um, but I think it's just so awesome. And I think one of the things that I love the most about Hoosier Nation is that the fans like understand the game in a way where like, you know, they know when to cheer. They know when, you know, what's good. They know what's bad. They know you know, all of these things. And I just think that that's just so amazing. And it just makes me, you know, fall in love with Indiana even more. You mentioned last season and playing with no fans. You got here in the middle of a pandemic. What was the experience like to come here your freshman year? You're only playing in front of friends and family. And then this year, fans are back. Well, I mean, I'm not going to lie. It was it was hard. And I think everyone felt it. And what I think was the hardest, especially for like, I think Chloe and I, you know, coming in as freshmen together is just hearing all of the other ladies in the locker room talk about, oh yeah, if the fans were here, it's so crazy. You know, KB, it's crazy when the fans are here. It's so awesome. Like, I can't wait for you to experience that. And Chloe and I are just there like, yeah, I mean, we we can't wait either, you know? So I think that just like amped up all of our excitement for this year, you know, stepping out. And I'm sure if you ask Chloe, she'll, she'll say the same, but you know, the first time running out in assembly with fans was just like honestly, like a dream come true. It was so cool. The atmosphere was insane. And it's one of those atmospheres where you just can't get tired. Like you're on the court, you can't get tired because the fans are pushing you forward. Like the fans got your back. So whenever, you know, things are going rough, no matter what, just the smallest thing that we can do right, we can get a tip on the ball and the crowd goes wild. Do you know what I mean? So we're always reaping their energy, which I think is just, again, which is so amazing and something that we miss my freshman year for sure. Got to make the Elite Eight for the first time in school history last season. This season, you're ranked sixth in the nation. So just talk about how cool it is to be a part of a program that's been taken to new heights. I think, you know, I think it's awesome. But it's definitely something that when I was being recruited through my recruitment process and just hearing the coaches talk and, you know, watching them play and, you know, watching them, you know, beat South Carolina and and that I mean it was was a was a big game when I was in like the recruitment process. I remember that happening. And then I remember thinking like, okay, yeah, like this is this is special. Like I want to be a part of this. You know, I wanna I wanna be a part of it. I wanna, you know, be able to help help this, you know, go forward. And I think that it's just it's very, very special, especially to hear the coaches talk about, you know, where the program was eight years ago and where it is today. I think that it's 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 just special. And I think that that's the best way to describe this group and these coaches is just special, like just different and special. But it's it's absolutely it's amazing. I think I think it's a lot of fun. 
some people think there's, you know, there's a certain pressure that comes with it, but I just think it's fun. You know what I mean? I, I'm having a, I'm having a ball. So <laughs> it's awesome. The one thing fans have noticed is you've changed your appearance on the court. You've also changed your face. So I know that's something you have talked about quite a bit this, this year. So talk about all that and how everybody has embraced you with all the changes you've gone through. Yeah. So, I mean, first I'm Muslim. Like, I think it's, I think that's the most beautiful part. If you're talking about my appearance on my hijab, I think that's the most beautiful part of, of it is that when you see me in the streets, you know that I'm Muslim and I'm proud to be Muslim. And there was a time where I wasn't. And now, and you know, now I am. And I just don't want anyone, I know a lot of people just assume that, you know, I became Muslim this year, but like, that's not true. Like all of last year I was Muslim. And I think that people put a lot, a lot of, I'm not going to say judgment, but you know, just assumptions based on appearance, but just because I wasn't wearing a scarf didn't make me any less Muslim. There's Muslims who wear a scarf. There's Muslims who don't wear a scarf and it doesn't make them less Muslim. But, you know, in terms of how my, my, my coaches and the, and my teammates have like accepted me and embraced me, like they didn't even bat an eye. I remember very vividly, a con- I, I was, this is what was happening. I was, I was moving apartments during the summer and Allie was helping me move. Her and her family actually helped me move. They're awesome, by the way. They're helping me move. And her and I were, I think she was driving me back to my, to my old apartment now. And, you know, I was talking to her about, I was like, you know, Al, like I'm thinking about, you know, wearing it. Like, I'm just, I I was telling her I had certain, you know, I was nervous about this or I was, she's like, KB, she's like, she looks at me and she's like, I need you to be you. She says, if that's what you want to do, then you need to do it. And you need to know that I have your back. And I'm like, oh my gosh, but like, what happens if someone like rips it off during a game? She's like, well, I got your back. I'm going to be there anyway. So it doesn't matter. And we all have your back. So it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? She was just giving me this, this, this amount of support and like love that, I mean, she probably doesn't, I don't know if she remembers this conversation. You can probably ask her. I don't know if she remembers this conversation, but it, it still sits with me today because just hearing her say that to me and just being like, no, like KB, like we got you, like we're family, like you're my sister, like I got you, we got you. So, and then, you know, everyone just being so okay with it. Like I, I remember writing in the group chat cause I was like, I'm not just going to pull up and wear a scarf. Everyone's going to be like, what are you doing? <laughs> so I text in the group chat and then everyone started texting me talking about, you know, I love you so much KB. Like I'm supporting you. Like I got you. I know I had a conversation with Mac and then she was like, like, don't worry, you know, if anything happens, like, we got you, like, you know, like, this kind of, like, just unconditional love that I got from my teammates, and I got from my coaches, too, I know, Rhett, a uh, coach, Rhett, he was saying, you know, I respect you so much for doing that, because it's not something that's easy to do, and just hearing, you know, everyone just be so okay with it, and not even bat an eye made me just feel like, wow, like, this is home, you know what I mean, like, this, like, they just love me unconditionally, and I love them all unconditionally as well, so, so, yeah, I mean, everyone's awesome. I just I just love it here. And everyone accepted me with open arms and has have loved on me. And that's definitely one of the special things about this program is that everyone just like loves on each other so much. Gotten to start the last two games. You had a double double last year against Nebraska. What is your proudest moment on the court in an Indiana Hoosier uniform? Ooh, probably I'm thinking that Elite Eight was awesome last year. I mean, just just seeing the the amount of you know fight that all my teammates have the amount of love the amount of fight that we had against Maryland beating them for the first time you know in 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 history and you know after the game I remember running on the court and I was like jumping and everyone was like 
yo, like, this is what we do, man. This is what we do. We're, we're, you know what I mean? Everyone, Alexa, Alexa was like, KB, calm down. She's like, this is what we do. <laughs> I was like, okay, man, like, whatever, for sure. But uh, I mean, there's so many moments, just, you know, so many great wins that we've had and so many, you know, just, just there's that there's, there's summer workouts that no one sees. There's, there's, there's comebacks and whatever relays that we're playing or whatever we're competing. But I feel like, like I said before, like one of the greatest things about this team is that we compete and that we work hard and that we, we, we go to war with each, we go to war, you know what I mean? And we're, we go to war with each other and we just fight until the very end. And I think coach said it, um, if there's still time on the clock, we still have a chance or something like that. But, uh, you know, that's, that's so true. And I think that this group really encompasses that. Well, Keandra, I thank you very much for the time. Great job in your, you know, your two years that you've been here with this program. I know that Hoosier Nation loves and embraces you and everything that you've done to inspire everybody. We're all behind you and we all support you. And again, I thank you very much for the time and best of luck the rest of the season. All right. Thank you so much. And Hoosier Nation, I love you guys so much. Y'all are amazing. Thank you. My thanks to Keander Brown for being my guest this week, and special thanks to Megan Cramper, Indiana University Assistant Director of Strategic Communications, for helping arrange this interview. And IU Sports Women's Golf is at the Big Ten Match Play in Innisbrook, Florida. Play started today and continues through tomorrow. Women's Basketball hosts Minnesota at 7 p.m. Thursday, hosts Purdue at 1 o'clock on Sunday. Men's golf at the Big Ten match play in Hammock Beach, Florida, Friday and Saturday. Indoor track and field at the Mayo Invitational in South Bend, Friday and Saturday. Women's tennis, Friday hosts Yale at 5 o'clock, hosts Marquette Sunday at 2.30. Men's basketball hosts Illinois at noon Saturday. And men's tennis hosts Yale at 2 p.m. Saturday. Sunday hosts Princeton at 11 a.m. And wrestling is at Illinois Sunday at 1 o'clock. Thank you for joining us this evening, and thanks to our sponsors. On behalf of the entire team here at the South Central Indiana News Network, my name is Nick Jenkinson. Join us throughout the week on social media and every Monday night right here for more Talking Sports. was a production of the South Central Indiana News Network.